Hello, and welcome to our, at any rate, Emerging Markets Focus podcast, a place for us to discuss recent developments and key issues of focus in the Emerging Market Fixed Income Asset Class. I'm Johnny Goulden from the Emerging Market Strategy Team here at JP Morgan, and I'm joined by Talis Padilla from our Emerging Market Strategy Team as well. Talis, thanks for joining. Hi, Johnny. Good to be here. So emerging market assets in the last few days are participating in a relief rally along with global markets on anticipation of a peak in US rates, although EM has lagged somewhat given uh, some risk off following China's National Congress. This comes on the heels of a period where we've actually seen what we would consider crisis level volatility in EM and global bond markets, which has actually started to bring some reactions from EM policymakers to try and and deal with that volatility. We generally are continuing to see this as a process whereby markets are put put under increasing stress from US financial conditions tightening, and we get these periodic bear market rallies. And our risk appetite index has actually been doing a pretty good job of signaling those bear market rallies. It did tell us three weeks ago that the markets were oversold for the fourth time this year, and each of those has generally coincided uh, with one of those relief rallies. So we're generally staying cautious on risk, but with this EM rates volatility, it's usually indicative of a, a process of bottoming in these bond markets, and given inflation is no longer rising and EM central banks are somewhat less resolute in hiking, uh, we can see a process uh, that EM rates and yields might be peaking at these levels. Johnny, it's strange to be discussing both volatility being at stress levels and a relief rally at the same time. So what is actually going on in EM rates markets at the moment? Well, we've actually had both. Over the last week or so, we've seen several major EM bond markets uh, seeing real disorder. It's something we mentioned last week as well. that this has started to creep in into increasing markets. But actually, over the last few days, um, we've been catching the the tailwind of falling US rates, and that's giving, uh, you know, quite a a significant relief rally in some places. So I would say the stress is maybe more part of this medium-term story for 2022 uh, as financial conditions tightening. The relief rally is, is maybe a more recent in the last few days. Okay, uh, but but we're talking about high levels of EM bond market volatility, right? So what kind of levels are we talking about here? Yeah, so over the past couple of weeks, global bond markets and EM bond markets have seen volatility, which is typical only of crisis periods, i.e. we've only really seen it in the past few decades during the COVID crisis, during the emerging market uh, uh reaction to the taper tantrum in the US uh, and in the 2008 global financial crisis. So bottom line, volatility has reached very high levels. One of the key features of this current period of financial stress, as opposed to, let's say, COVID, um, is actually the persistence of this volatility. So it has actually been building for much of the year and volatility has stayed at relatively high levels. for a while, whereas in other periods, sometimes volatility spikes and fades more quickly. Uh, So Johnny, as well as these high levels of volatility, are there any other indications of elevated stress in these markets? 
Yeah. So one thing that we've talked about numerous times in these these podcasts is that this process of financial conditions tightening, dominoes falling, and basically this goes from the riskier parts of asset classes and in emerging markets, the riskier parts to the safer parts of emerging markets, which end up um, coming under some scrutiny from, from markets here. And this is true for, we've seen it in EM credit and EM rates. So for example, if we just take a measure, if we look at markets where 80% of the constituents of that market saw volatility in the top 10% range of the historical. We saw that back in uh, high-yield sovereign credit earlier in the summer. And actually, you saw that in EM rate markets as well. The investment-grade part of EM sovereign credit, so the less risky part, actually only saw that level of sort of constituent-level volatility, so where you get more than 80% of the constituents within the top 10th percentile range historically, that only happened actually quite recently. And so this stress, as we've been talking about, has been spreading from some of the more vulnerable to the less vulnerable parts of the asset class. Uh, got it, Johnny. And, and which EM countries are driving this? So when we're talking about the bond market local rate volatility, Overall, and that's what we're focusing on here, we have seen that going up steadily across all regions, actually, since uh, early in 2021. Um, in Latin America, it's more confined to a couple of countries. Colombia, Chile are historically very high. Uh, but actually, overall, and, and probably the standout region has been uh, Central Eastern Europe, uh, where we have seen, for example, in Czech Republic, Hungary and Poland, bond market volatility has now gone above where it got to in the 2008 global financial crisis. So those are probably the standout countries where which have really seen more of this uh, elevated volatility. So Johnny, two questions to follow on this then. Um, has this brought policymakers in emerging markets to react somehow? And what does this then mean for the outlook on policy rates that has driven much of the move higher in yields this year? Yeah, so what's happened recently is um, you're actually seeing, I would say, non-interest rate policy responses from a number of emerging market countries and often in countries that you wouldn't necessarily see this kind of, of responses because you wouldn't usually see these kinds of levels of volatility. For example, Korea, uh, we had a range of measures announced by the Bank of Korea, which were aimed at reducing stress in money markets, including provision of liquidity. Uh, the government has uh, made some announcements about adjustments to issuance for this year, and there's a support package for bond markets, which actually includes the purchases of, of corporate bonds. Um, in uh, Central Eastern Europe, again, historically a region which has been more stable. Uh, we have seen countries uh, reducing the duration of issuance, cancelling some bond auctions, uh, and drawing on uh, other sources of financing and other measures to try and stabilize markets. And uh, Colombia, you've also seen, given significant market volatility, um, cancellation of local auctions until the end of the year, 
uh, in response to that. So across a number of countries, which maybe historically we wouldn't have thought uh, would be subject to this kind of stress, we've seen reactions in the last few weeks. Um, in terms of what does this mean, you know, generally this is going to challenge uh, the ability of EM countries to want to continue tightening monetary policy in the same kind of way. And we were already seeing that hiking fatigue, which, uh, you know, we've been talking and writing about for a while. Um, central banks are, are signaling that they're either done or close to the end of these hiking cycles. And uh, with this intensifying stress in some of their bond markets, I think that that's probably going to uh, cement that. Coming to you, uh, Tullus, you know, we've been talking a lot about volatility. I guess the question is what what happens next? And if we are seeing a peak in bond market or local bond market volatility in emerging markets, what usually follows after that? Well, Johnny, we can try to find some guidance to answer this question by looking at previous episodes of peaks in EM local rates volatility over the last decades. Over the last 20 years, for example, there has been a wide range in the performance of EM rates after these volatility peaks. But you know, in the great majority of cases, we have observed significant rallies in EM rates during these relief episodes. Trying to put some numbers into this discussion, GBIM yields have rallied on average almost 80 basis points within the first five months following these peaks in volatility. If we take a more granular look uh, into what's happening and look at the performance of individual countries uh, during these relief rallies, Latin America stands out as the region with the best performance amongst major emerging markets. In fact, in the sample of major emerging markets that we have looked at, uh, all of Latin countries have meaningful positive average returns across the episodes within six months of these volatility peaks. So in summary, if we do see, if we are seeing or close to see these peaks in volatility, we should expect uh, positive outcomes within these EM rates markets. Um, so Johnny, after all this discussion about high levels of volatility in comparison with previous episodes, does this mean we've likely seen a peak in EM rates? So we're not thinking necessarily of an inflection point per se, but we do think there is a process of certainly local bond yields peaking and the reaction of policymakers to this market stress may indicate that we're starting to, to sort of be in that process for EM rates. Obviously, timing the peak in these volatilities is, is tough in any asset class. Um, but where you're starting to see policymakers concerned about the economic impact of um, disorderly rates markets, the actions of these policymakers can be important in reducing the level of volatility and the, the level of risk. Um, and that's part of a, a sort of late cycle script where financial stress induces these policy response and, and ultimately helps a process uh, whereby yields in these EM local markets may be peaking at this point. Uh, and certainly that's what we've been thinking since the summer, helped also by momentum in emerging market inflation and the signals from EM policymakers about uh, not wanting to hike as much that, that we may potentially be in a, a process of, of peaking here. And that's certainly the way we've been thinking about it. So not yet an inflection point, um, but there is a process here. There are 
lots of different countries with the different policy actions. Uh, and obviously, we think the overall markets environment remains quite risky. Um, but it could be for, for local rates markets, the point of maximum stress might be, you know, nearing or about now. And that brings us really to the end of this JP Morgan at any rate Emerging Markets Focus podcast. Thanks to you, Talas, for joining today. And thank you all for listening. And we hope to have you back with us again for the next one. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to JP Morgan Research Reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. 2022 JP Morgan Chase & Company, all rights reserved. This episode was recorded on the 27th of October, 2022.